My late father was a priest, and in one of his parishes, he was on first-name terms with several members of the local police force. He got a call from one of them one night asking him to come out to the house just outside of town, where the police had gone to investigate what was called a, quote, noise complaint. Turned out that several young men in their early 20s had been messing around with the Ouija board. One of them ended up in a psychiatric hospital for the better part of a year, and my dad told me that when he stepped into that house, he felt more scared than he ever had before, even during his military service. He said a prayer in the house. There's actually a little book with it in it. I got it after my dad passed away, and he told me that if I ever took one piece of advice from him seriously, it would be to never use a Ouija board. I never have. You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white-picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... Okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality. About time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. the freaky deaky once again we hope you are having a fantastic week and if you are new to this show we ask one thing of you and that is that you check out the entire episode and if you're a fan of what you hear go ahead and rate it five stars wherever you listen truly is the only way that we can grow this bad boy out and i gotta tell you we appreciate every single one of you that takes the time to do that and check out the merch store and check out the merch store christian says christian whispers into the microphone sorry um trying to get my my radio voice you can find us on social media at freaky pod if you want to get in touch chime in join the facebook group all kinds of fun stuff going off you could even say that it's popping and it is subscribe on youtube where we are releasing all kinds of fun stuff it feels like almost weekly you know we got a lot of cool shows in the works for the time being we have sleep with the lights on which debuts every other friday does it debut anymore or does it it premiere it come out both of those maybe those. a new episode every other friday debuts i don't understand how that was much different from what i said originally i'm in a funky mood this morning i'm sorry i can see that i can see that anyway outside of christian's funk it's popping we're back with tales from the ouija volume three it feels like it's been a while it's been a while <laughs> since we've done one of these and uh it has been a while so i was like you know what it's time i think it's actually time for me to buy a Ouija board before episode four. I don't think it's time for that. And you mention that every time we talk about Ouija boards and every single time I shut you down. How does that feel? I don't have to bring it here. Yeah, go ahead. Play with it by yourself. Be a, a weird middle-aged man playing at the Ouija board alone. 
Let's see where that leads you. It's called research. That is a word for it. Anyway, so yeah, if you're a fan of creepy demon tales or whatever, then you're probably going to enjoy this. And if you haven't heard the previous two volumes, I can't even point you in the direction of where they are outside of somewhere in our catalog. So go ahead and scroll to your heart's content if this is the type of stuff that fascinates you as much as it fascinates myself. And, you know, Christian, I don't know if he's fascinated by it. I'm currently fascinated by a UFO. Cool. But I can't think of the name, so move on. Sorry. Wow. It, you'll, you'd know it because it's been in the news. Sure. Yeah, so not all that aside, I actually wanted to start this off with, uh, as I was diving into some stories, trying to find some juicy bits for this episode, I came across a comment on a thread from uh, someone that goes by Unstable Equinox. And I've titled this Advice from a Pagan. So if you're interested in using Ouija boards, Christian, pay attention. I like pagans. Yeah, exactly. You love pagans and and all that fun stuff. So you're going to enjoy this. It says Pagan here. I just wanted to give a bit of advice on dealing with spirit boards because people seem to be deathly afraid of them. One, always say goodbye. And I feel like that's something we hear constantly with Ouija boards. So maybe it's good uh, good advice. Who knows? I've never, I've never used one, never will. So I can't say for sure, but I'm just taking everyone's word for this. It says this is the number one thing that gets people in trouble with inviting spirits. If you don't close the portal, they can't leave. And that's not fun for anyone including the spirit. Number two, when you are invoking or inviting, be specific. Do not just say anyone or anything because that's inviting anyone or anything, good or bad. Try setting boundaries like, I am inviting good spirits only, or I invite anyone with good intentions to this space. Wow, that's some shit that Christian would say, huh? Not really, because I don't know if you, with spirits, if the... Yeah, but I'm gonna listen to you. I don't know if anyone... Actually, using the word anyone works with spirits. Are yeah. they an anyone? Anything, maybe. Is that what spirits do? Any ethereal form, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. If you have to go by the rules so much that you have to say goodbye. That's right. You might want to understand how to address the spirits. That would actually be a great number one. So maybe the pagan should have thought about that. But number three is be respectful. Uh, if you're trying to contact a ghost of someone who was brutalized and killed, probably don't ask things like, were you bleeped? Wow. Or things that would make a spirit upset. Would you want a random stranger asking about your deepest traumas? Probably not. Give them the respect you would give if they were living. Oh, uh, that's... That's some hippie shit right there. Also, that doesn't work. I mean, sure. Look at look at some of our uh, comments, and you'll see that people don't practice that respect. They everyone. absolutely do not. No, if anything, they practice the exact opposite. Number four here is when contacting non-human and origin spirits, be respectful. They've been here longer than you. Don't invite demons. Yes, I'm even talking to the Satanists. Wow. Regardless of your relationship, keep their innate abilities in mind. It will affect you. Well, there you have it, Christian. You can't invite demons, unfortunately, so you're out. That's okay. I, I'll, I'll get the other evil spirits. We don't. They don't always have to be just straight demons. That's right. Yeah. How about you know second string every once in a while? Let's give them a, a play or two. Do you think you could pull in banshees? And I do not know. That's an interesting question. You don't really hear too many of like that. Those types of spirits or anything coming through Ouija boards. It's always like ghosts or demons. I feel. Spirits of the Sasquatch. That would be a interesting. That would be a very interesting. Yeah, just a bunch of tree knocks in your lonely apartment. And you're like, oh, well, oh, he's around. No, you. If you could make contact with them, you might actually be able to communicate and learn stuff. Well, there you go. Christian's already plotting his own demise unknowingly. 
And that's fine, honestly, you know, as long as it's popping. It's popping. But is mm. it locking? I could get on board with that. Yeah. There you go. I'm going to ask this question already knowing the answer. Has your opinion on Ouija boards changed since our last volume of Tales from the Ouija? Or are you still mocking and you know, making a, a fool of it? The fact that I'm talk- still talking about getting one means that you're not too scared of them. No. Wow. That's, there you have it, I guess. You know, we actually got an email in. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'll keep it anonymous just for, they didn't necessarily say, hey, share this with the show or anything like that. But it's a very nice email of, of someone pretty much just warning us to be careful when talking about demonic subjects and this and that, because through their own experiences and everything, and they know the, the dangers of what can happen when you're dealing with these things. And you and I, we have kind of a jokey thing going on where we joke around a bit. We have some ha-ha, some, some good times, and, and that can be dangerous when dealing with demons. I'm not too worried. I live in the light. Oh, and wow. E- and even though I'm joking mm. i'm respectfully joking mm. with the yeah. spirit realm they, un- they understand me yeah well They're spirits for someone that doesn't believe they exist it's weird that you would say they understand you but i i guess i see where you're coming from and that's fine but it was uh very it was very nice because he pretty much was saying you know he's like i pray for you guys and all this i'm like thank you thank you that is nice most people just tear us down via comment but the fact that someone's out there praying for our well-being while we touch on these difficult subjects that goes a long way and is much appreciated. It's nice to have the extra protection. That is very true. Anyway, this first one is called Ouija Board at Mom's House. It's by You Know You Love Her. Which is, I do love her. I don't. So I, how can I say you it for sure? How do you know? You don't even know her. Well, this says You Know You Love Her. And I'm saying I don't know I love her because I don't know who she is. So there you go. I love everybody. Wow. False. Anyway, it goes a little something like this. I found a really old one that belonged to my dad when he was a kid in some junk that was in our garage. I asked him if I could have it, and he said I could. Poor choice, Dad. Anyway, on the weekends, I would stay at my mom's house. They divorced when I was very young, and my mom and I had both experienced some strange things at her house. So when I got the board, I told my friends that we should play it at my mom's house on Halloween. Perfect time. Horrible idea, but- The the veil is getting thinner. We took the board, but didn't tell my mom what we were doing because she would have been pissed. Nothing happened when we actually played and we kept blaming each other for moving it. My mom walked in, caught us, and flipped out. She was yelling for us to get that damn thing out of her house and she was serious. So I gave it to my boyfriend at the time and that was that. But I swear, after that night, all kinds of paranormal experiences started happening in the house. I would wake up in the middle of the night and hear my mom's TV blaring and figured she fell asleep with the dawn. I'd walk back to turn it off, and it wasn't even on. That happened often. She also had this little antique-looking lamp that you would touch to turn on and touch again to make it brighter. It had three levels of light, and if you touched it after the brightest, it would turn off again. It would randomly turn up or off. Another time my mom had left to go grocery shopping. It was like 6 p.m. and in the winter, so it was just getting dark outside. I was conversing in her kitchen, I with one of my friends that would stay the weekend sometimes. I can't remember what we were talking about, but she asked something like, but aren't you afraid of it hearing you? To which I replied, what, the ghost? Nah, after a while you kind of get used to it. Right as I finished saying those words, the lights flickered off, on, off, and then back on. Not once, but twice. We both screamed and waited on the porch for my mom to get back. So many experiences in that house, but I'll just give one more. So I woke up again in the night to what I thought was my mom's TV, 
And like always, I went to turn it off, but it wasn't on. So I go to the bathroom and I'm sitting there peeing. The bathtub was directly across from the toilet and I look up and there's like a shimmer, best way I can describe it, towards the front of the tub. Not in the tub, but next to it. It looked like the way things look off in the distance when it's really hot outside. You know, like the way the waves of heat make things look all squiggly, you know. Yes. Yeah, I, I got a visual from that. I was like, yeah, that's a good good way to write it. Like heat waves. Yeah, pretty much. So I reach out and put my hand there and it was super warm air, but only in that spot. I started hearing the TV again and ran back to the living room. I slept on the couch. When I get in there, I see on the digital alarm clock that it's 3.04 a.m., which means all that happened at what would have been 3 a.m. I've only prayed as hard as I did that night a couple of other times in my life, but it was scary AF. Wow. That's kind of weird, the the wavy thing. That, that reminds me of the Predator monster almost. Oh, yeah. That was that was more like a refraction or something weird yeah. like that, but... That's true. I, I like if you get in a sauna and go outside, you know, like doing the hot cold therapy and then you walk outside, you're going to see heat waves coming off somebody. Yeah. With the, that just came out of a sauna or something in, in Alaska, at least. Sure. This time of year. Let me ask you this. So we always talk or especially Ouija board stories talk about like demons and everything. Sure. But what if that's not the real what really happens? What if it's more like lowers that uh, filter that is in your mind? to see into other realms and to feel what's going on in other realms. And that's kind of the process of the Ouija board. Maybe you're not speaking to demons, but you're seeing into a... It's like a, a deep clean on your third eye. Yeah, it like opens up your third eye a little bit. But since you you tend to be a teenager or in a weird spot, maybe the Ouija board isn't the safest way to do it. True. Because you're not really ready to see into that realm and start experiencing, like in this story, paranormal things that were maybe always all around you, but you know, you filtered them out. Like, yeah, you know, similar to how our brain filters out our nose so we don't see it all mm. day long, even though it's right in front of our eyes. I see it all day long. You have to look for it, though. You don't see your nose. You just it's, imagine you see it. I imagine I see it. Yeah, it, it's filtered out. It's not, though. I, I'm looking straight ahead and I can see my nose. It's just, it looks like almost like, uh, because of the 3D, it's only like, like part of it is like right here. Yeah. But there's more of it there. Sure. Each, your brain just, just finds like, ah, that, forget that, finds that it's a, a waste of time to pay attention to it or well, there you go. how you filter out certain sounds all the time. I wish I could filter out the nonstop beeping that is in my ears 24 hours a day. But unfortunately that is uh, my cross to bear and Loud. it's popping. Loud music. Yeah, that is interesting. Do you think without Ouija boards, you could still, you could have the same effect by just talking to the air? You know what I mean? Because like, it's really like the intention, right? Like you have a board that has a bunch of letters on it and you're inviting something to come and move this planchette. You know, it could, could you do the same thing without having a planchette and a board there? Just be like, hey, if there's anyone here, knock something off this table or do like, you know what I mean? Like, is it, does the board have to be present or is it something that it is just an intentional thing where I'm intentionally speaking to something in this room? I think with a lot of the stories we tell, there's no Ouija board. <coughs> it got him. Yeah, I think with a lot of stories we tell, there's no Ouija boards involved, so it must still work. And I think there's a part of us humans that are always reaching for a different realm because... Because this one kind of sucks, to well, be honest. Let's... And I think that's part the way our brain is built. I mean, there's a reason why religion has been a thing pretty much since the dawn of time. The Pe dawn of time. People are always trying to 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 see into that space and, mm -hmm. and experience it and be helped by it. And it's just a natural thing. 
So if that our brain's trying to do that all the time, then when we're sitting down to a Ouija board, maybe our brain is still doing that, but just opening up a little bit because of whatever power people say the Ouija board possesses. It just opens my eyes a little. I so, just got rid of that sound bite, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah maybe uh maybe the next the next story will change my mind, but I doubt it. But we're gonna go ahead and get into that and it's called Ball and Other Entities. Ooh. You get a, a B-A-A-L reference so early in a Ouija board episode. Isn't that nice? Doesn't he seem like he's too fancy to even mess with Ouija board mm. middle schoolers? No, I don't think so. We'll find out. All this and more at 11. And it's by Philly XC. It says, you may believe this or not, but everything I'm going to type out here is 100% truth. Christian, where are you standing so far? You believe that sentence, at least. I believe that it's this person's truth. What do you really believe? Aliens or demons. Okay, well, there you go. Isn't that nice? Me and my friends were curious about the Ouija board just over a decade ago. I went to her house when I was 17, I'm 29 now, for a Halloween party. We were too drunk, so we decided to organize another day and gather most of the same people to do a Ouija board and seance, etc., but sober and with an open mind. 17? Yes. How dare you drink 17? I know. You sinner. Degenerate sinners. Put your 99 bananas and your Mike's Hard Lemonades away. Boone's Farm. Well, that's a little older than most. But... Mad Dog 2020. Wow. There were a lot of us there, and we took it in turns so that there wasn't a group of us using it at once. At one point, I thought I was talking to a family member until things felt different. Someone with a particular hatred towards me specifically. It spelled out the name Ball. I had never heard of this name before. I searched it later on and discovered it was the name of a demon. Now, despite everyone there being in a Catholic school our whole lives, I can say with certainty that no one gave a shit about religion at all. Nobody knew the name of demons. After a girl there began to feel sick and became extremely drowsy, we agreed to call it off and put the whole thing down to a crazy experience, but nothing more. It didn't stop the itch for me to keep going, though. This is the background context of how it started and led to what's to come below. After this, me and two of my closest friends at the time used the board on a regular basis. We used it to communicate with spirit guides and other random supposed spirits. We also spoke to demons. Lots. Baal was one. Baal was a frequent interrupter of this. However, my spirit guides told me I had a gift of exercising bad spirits and demons. This is why Baal hated me that I was some force in some spiritual war to come when I die and Ball's intention was for me to take my own life instead, which is all demons' intentions. Yes, I know this sounds like I've relayed some crazy plot, but hear me out. This is why we used it so frequently. I felt like I had a purpose in doing it. All of the board sessions I've had speaking to all manner of spirits, one time in particular scared me like no other. One of my friends increasingly became sensitive to the emotions of other spirits. We agreed to do a session. It seemed someone needed our help and amongst exercising, we also aided spirits to move on. We spoke to a girl, angry and in pain. This turned out to be not exactly a spirit and it caught me off guard. I heard in my right ear a loud, piercing scream. I jumped, trying not to take my finger off the board. I said to my friend that this isn't friendly. I heard another scream, distant, but loud and a sharp pain shot through my head. The type of feeling you have when you have a brain freeze. I used to feel this when speaking to or being around demons. We tried our best to get rid of her, but we couldn't and eventually just stopped. I have never felt or audibly heard anything that violent in my life. 
weird. Very weird. It's like you're some kind of vigilante justice now on the on the Ouija board trying to aid spirits in your journey. Like, I have this power when I use the board, and well, to be frank with you, I'm somewhat of a superhero in a spiritual war. Well, I guess if you can reach out to such a powerful deity or... Entity. I mean, some people. Some people, but not us. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess you are kind of powerful. Yeah, but doesn't that also seem like it could be part of a plot to lure you into using a Ouija board? Be like, oh, you're so powerful. You're so powerful. You have all, you, you're going to help us in many ways. You, you found, uh, what do you, what would you, okay. So d- just less, I looked up some information just in case. Not um, every, ball? Yeah, just mm-hmm. in case everybody doesn't get what we're talking about. Yes. Ball is a deity that has appeared in various ancient cultures including Canaanite, Phoenician, and Mesopotamian civilizations, often associated with fertility and storms. The name Baal itself means Lord or Master. Mm. In Christianity, Baal is generally considered a false god or idol, and I'm sure I'm telling you stuff you already know, but maybe not everybody. Was that the, that wasn't the golden calf though, right? No, I mean, I don't think so, but it was similar I remember a story with Baal in it, but I can't remember what they were, what they're actually worshiping. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of worship of Baal among ancient societies, and it is often depicted as a form of idolatry. Hmm or spiritual deviation from mon- monotheism. The Christians yeah. used to fight against the the follower or the followers of Baal back yeah. in the day, but I don't think they were Christians then because it's Old Testament. Yeah. So it would have been the, the Canaanites. Yeah. Was it the Canaanites? I can't remember. I, I It's been many years since I've heard that story, but I do remember the outline of it. <laughs> yeah. In the, in, I sense. think in the initial versions, when we, back in the day, mm. it was kind of a competing religion nearby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's made a resurfacing in some very interesting circles where you hear it thrown around constantly, like it's a return and coming back. And Well, I mean, when you slaughter a whole civilization of people that, that believe in a different God, sometimes the God gets vengeful and comes back. A false God, but yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's going to be a false God to Christians. To, to everyone that doesn't believe in it. So technically. I mean, true. The but true I mean, Christians have, quote unquote, a false God to atheists. So, I mean, you know, it's a circle, really. Who are we to judge? Who believe are we to want. say which God is right until that God speaks directly to us? That's right. And then it, that God just might be right for you and not somebody else. Hey, there you go. Would you look at that? Yeah. I mean, depending on what Paul asks you. Maybe, maybe Ball's treating you right. Maybe Ball's having you do bad things. Well, conspiracy theorists, you know, nationwide believe that Ball is at the root of a lot of weird shit that goes on in the country. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's been jokes and stuff like that. Like, I'm not going to go into details because anytime we talk conspiracies on here, people get incredibly, incredibly triggered. But uh, yeah, very interesting nonetheless, the fact that this person seems to have communicated with what they're referring to as Ball. But I mean, at the same time, look, my, my story when... I had that uh, weird shadow demon boy or whatever in my apartment for a month was that she said that the name was Zach. And then when I looked that up, it like went to Zozo, which then eventually went to like what essentially Azazel, which is a demon from the book of Enoch. And you're like, oh, interesting. And in my head, I'm like, wait, did I have a weird ancient demon like, occupying my one bedroom apartment for a month? I don't know. But it's an hey, interesting story as, all the same. If you're as par- powerful as somebody that can speak to ball on a Ouija board, maybe I mean, you did. Apparently, you know, apparently. Yeah. Anyway, that was an interesting read. I'm sure we'll deal with ball in the future on the show. Yeah, it's it's a tricky subject, though. I mean, like as good intentioned as a lot of my fellow Christians are, not you, um, 
a lot of them are get incredibly triggered by certain and that's one of the things that just sends people off the rails and then you know you're like you're not being very christ-like in your delivery here and like fuck you and the devil's coming for you bitch and you're like okay all right that shows you like the roots Mm. of that conflict back in the day i mean that was one to an extent but it's been a while that was that was basically one group of people that Mm. may have inhabited a decent sized area not just some village next to you could have been a pretty good area in them in that region back in the day who knows really and if you know at that, those times there was a lot of fighting and killing when you had different beliefs or hey, you know at least that's changed at least that's what they said it the reasons were when it was probably about resources just like it is now didn't we get just get something as we record on our facebook group with zozo that um, was an image what, was that the message we got a message from i thought there was a, somebody posted something in zozo's off in the corner written on something well Never mind. Yeah, I honestly can't. I, I can't remember. I, I think it may have been a message and then it escalated from there, which is kind of cool. It was a cool story. But again, not sure if she wants that shared. So we're going to keep it under a bushel basket. Hidden from ball. That's right. Uh, anyway, off the ball train. Now that we've got the ball out of us. We're going to get go to the stick demon. Wow. We're going to pass the ball and we're going to go to the next story, which is called Mom and Dad. Really phoning in the story titles in this episode, I'm finding it's hard. Like on stuff that's like very subject centered, like a Ouija board, I could name every story the Ouija board, you know? Right. And so it's like, I'll just say, ah, whatever, I'll just mom and dad, that's easy enough for people to remember. And it's by Fit Valuable 878. And when you say it that way, or when you title it that way, you don't have to worry about the Ouija board spirits coming after you. As is tradition. And we also don't have to worry about the algorithm spirits of YouTube coming after us and putting us in search results. But more on that later. It says, I have two stories, one for my father and one for my mom. That's probably why I named it Mom and Dad. Wow. First sentence. I already cleared that up. Yep. When my mom was around 17 or so, she and her friends decided to play with around with a Ouija board in her attic while her parents were away. Bad idea. She told me this story because I talked to her about my interest in things like that. Anyway, they fuck around with it for a while and just ask the board a bunch of yes or no questions, but nothing essentially creepy happened. Uh, However, for months after that, every time my mom went up to the attic, she felt this immense sense of dread and she could just not stand being in there anymore. It freaked her out so much she ended up telling her parents about the whole ordeal. They were slightly pissed because they thought it was stupid, but they ended up hiring some dude to cleanse the space, and after that, she never had the feeling again. That's nice. They just hired some dude, some random Joe off the street. Hey, come in here and cleanse this demon out of our attic. (laughs) What if that was like the atheist family member, like, it was a priest, but he's like, it's some dude. Yeah, just some random dude came in here. He had a fancy looking outfit on, but weird turtleneck with a white stripe in the middle. My Halloween costume next costume next year. Wow. Uh, okay. So that was that was the mom story. Then the dad's is my dad and his friends were on holiday when they played around the Ouija board. I don't know why on earth one of his friends brought it, but my dad's friends are kind of weird anyways. Now my dad never really told me a full detailed story, but he basically said, "Yeah, we fucked around with it for a while, and then a chair randomly flew across the room, and the lights started flickering, so we stopped. Had a fun vacation though." Quote my dad is not a great storyteller. That is like a dad summing up a story, you know? Sounds, sounds like a Gen X dad or Gen X or earlier. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we we're just fucking around the Ouija board. Uh, the chair flew across the room. Lights started flickering. Yeah, we just said, whatever, we're done. We went back to drinking. Yeah, pretty much. That is weird. So by the fact that the, my dad went on holiday, seems like a story that comes from outside of the U.S. That is true. 
That is very true. Yeah. Uh, the lights flickering thing is kind of interesting. The, uh, cause that happened in the other story too, but it was like when they started talking about it, like, aren't you scared of the ghost or whatever? No, it's fine. You get used to it and the lights start flickering. That's interesting timing. Cause I've had that happen myself when I went to visit my, uh, producer buddy in Tatchby once this was years ago. I was probably 19 or something like that, 18, 19, but I went up to his house and we were kind of talking and he was giving me we we got like talking on the pretty much the topic of like spirituality and stuff like that and and beliefs and angels and whatnot and uh, he was talking about that he wanted to write a book about and I'm not gonna give details just in case he ever does get around to writing that book because it sounded like a cool idea but I told him it was essentially about angels and like military stuff but. I, I told him, I was like, oh, that's really cool. I was like, yeah, like if you ever get around to doing that, man, you should shoot me a text. I'd love to like contribute something to that. And I was like, yeah, just because I've had a decent amount of like contact with angels and stuff like that. And as soon as I said that, the lights in his living room, like they, they dimmed and they shot back up and then dimmed again. And like the hilarious part of it was that even though in my mind, I was like, this is probably a coincidence. I never broke eye contact with him while that was happening. And it just scared the shit out of him. And it, I mean, it freaked me out too, but I, for whatever reason, played into it. And it was a very funny moment for me, not so much him, but yeah, just, I, I don't know, man. The, I mean, lights flickering is kind of one of those things where like, yeah, it could be a crazy coincidence. Electrical shit does happen from time to time. I mean, even a couple nights back, I was outside on the porch and I looked inside and all the lights in the living room, like went out for like just a flash and then turned back on. But I wasn't like, oh shit, demons. So I was just like, oh, that's weird. Not in this city. Mm -hmm. In this city, yeah. it's probably something else. Yeah, it's up. The wind is three miles an hour. Look at that. I don't really attribute, unless it's like some crazy, like if it happens multiple times and you're like, okay, that feels a little more coincidence than, uh, or a little more than a coincidence. And for the most part, it's like, ah, eh, lights flickering. You know, it is what it is. So all of our listeners should pay attention to lights flickering mm. because that means there's a demon wow. nearby, potentially. Aliens or demons? I mean, is my boyfriend a demon? Is your boyfriend an alien? Because what we just found out is... Aliens are demons. So there you go. We always knew that. We did already. Yeah, to an extent, we sure did. Which right, explains Christian. why all the governments of the world want to deal with aliens. Classic. Keeping along with the family trend of moms and dads, this next one is called Aunt Connie. Well, she, she must have been the wild aunt. The cool aunt, if she's using a Ouija board. You are going to eat those words very quickly, but it's fine. Uh, the first and only time I ever used one, I was a teenager playing on it with a friend on my back porch. I didn't know of anyone who had died, really, except I remembered from an old photo on the wall a great aunt called Neil. Hmm. The name Neil stuck with me because it's a boy's name, as it should. Yeah, I, I wasn't thinking that at this all. This is my Aunt Neil. So I try to talk to great Aunt Neil, but when I speak, I say, without hesitation or control, Aunt Connie. I thought, that's weird. I don't have an Aunt Connie. I try again and say, I'm trying to speak with and mentally saying the word Neil. I said, Aunt Connie. It was an involuntary response. Very weird, but we moved on and kept playing. When my mom got home from running errands, she asked how our game was going. Hey children, you playing with any demons today? Classic. And I replied, it's fine, except I kept trying to talk to great aunt neil but kept saying connie which is so weird because i don't have an aunt connie i still remember my mom's face in that moment turns out i did have an aunt connie she was a baby who died of sids decades before i was born my mom also named me after her i went on to have extreme paranormal experiences that continue to this day actually i think it opened a door that i haven't been able to close 
the scariest thing that I've ever seen from when I was a, a moody 15 to 18 year old girl that seemed to really energize my surroundings and lots of scary things happened. I saw people, heard my name whispered in my ear at night multiple times, heard footsteps daily and heard a voice mimic my father's and walk around the kitchen. That one convinced me that we were broken into and I stayed outside until my boyfriend came to get me. Of course, there was nobody there. My brother moved back into the family house after college and confirmed he also heard a voice mimic our father's and walk around the kitchen. He didn't offer this information, I had to pull it out of him over dinner years later. We independently experienced this and didn't know it. In college, I saw a girl standing over my roommate's bed in the middle of the night. I woke up the next day and was like, hey, who was that? Rumi was like, oh hell no. She and I still talk about it today. We were on a sorority hall at the time, so I dismissed it initially. It only hit me later that I didn't recognize her or see her legs. I feel like the legs thing should have been the first thing that hit you, but that's fine. The other weirdest thing in college was someone kept getting into bed next to me never touched me but the mattress went down with their weight it's much better if they touch your butt wow that one spooks me creepy and somewhat perverted christian i mean we talked about that one time i a uh, demon hand on my buttocks yeah Yeah, it wasn't a demon it was a different caress demon hand on my buttocks so yeah i've been there i know you said it that is uh that's weird about the ant thing though that is very weird I don't understand it. Going back to an earlier theory, this person again started experiencing all these paranormal things after they used a a game that might just pierce the veil. Hey, calling out to my emo days, pierce the veil. Mm, That was a good band. Was it though? It was. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes when I'm like, oh, that was a good band. And then Mm -hmm. I go back to listen to something I liked when I was like in high school right after. Like, okay, we're a good band back then. I'm not really into them now. Yeah, I think they they opened up for, that was a weird show, man. I think they opened up for Fear Before the March of Flames. And uh, who was playing that? I can't remember, but they they opened up. They weren't supposed to be there and they ended up opening that show. Maybe it's Norma Jean or something like that. I don't know. There was, yeah, they came out and like just a phenomenal. That was the first time I heard them. I'm like, what the hell? This band rocks. And they still got some classics. I think they're still making music now, but it's probably garbage or my ears have matured since then. Old emo bands have to be hilarious in a way. They're great still, man. You listen I mean, a to lot like, of mar- a lot of the older bands can still play. Yeah, it's just different. <laughs> you listen to like from first to last back in the day before Sonny decided to go and be a uh, Skrillex. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's funny. It took you so long to remember that. I name. know he's like one of the most popular dudes, but yeah, his his days playing music and or singing and from first to last, he was phenomenal, man. Those first couple albums, I was like, damn. Well, good for him. He went out and got money. Yeah, he went out and got like a million times more famous than he did playing from first to last. But that's beside the point. Not that Skrillex is my my thing. It's not necessarily. Yeah. I don't know why people listen to that kind of music, but they do. And yeah, I mean, more power to them. Hey. Everybody has has their taste. I just that's right. When I was working the other day, they were playing. I, I guess it's called like Juggalo music. Ugh. It was very fascinating. Yeah, I can see see why it's catchy to people. Yeah, can you? Yeah. Even being from, you know, the high desert, we actually have, we have a juggler listens to this show and he comments on YouTube from time to time. That's that's why I'm bringing it up a little bit. Yeah. How you doing, Anthony? Uh, No offense. We know that the juggalo nation is very strong, but I was raised around too many of them and got to be honest, left a bitter taste in my mouth. I think it's just, it's, it's, uh, I mean, any music is just the head. You're going to listen to the place or the type of music that fits your head space. Yeah. Not that there's whatever you listen to. It's just. That's fine. That's where yeah. you're at. I listen to fucking smooth jazz sometimes if I want to chill out. 
but that's not good. Jazz is like one of the worst musics ever. Wow. Yeah. Is absolutely. That the man that we shouldn't judge people's music taste. It's fine. They're like, this is the worst. Music I said music. Ever. Jazz is not music. What is jazz then? What would you call jazz? Crap. Wow. Come at me. Come at me, bro. Yeah, exactly. I listen to sentimental piano music. I listen to all kinds of stuff. I listen to a wide variety of just about everything except whatever the fuck Christian listens to, at which point that's where I draw the line. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. where I draw the line. There, there's like a thing I want to say about what my thoughts were on Juggalo music. Hmm. But I'm, but you're going to keep it to yourself. Yeah, because I don't want you to have to bleep it out. No, you something about drugs, I'm sure. No. Something about rap. Well. Kind of. It's it's it, it's a hundred percent that, but it's also <laughs> it's got bleep this out as well. Rap. Yeah, it's like so. It's it's ten times. You know, it's but like that's fine. Kids that grew up listening to like the classics mm. rap, or yeah, you like, know, we can't do this, but let's try well, anyway. Well, no, they lived in the Midwest, so they're. I don't know what you'd call it, but it just comes out different. I know what I want to call it. The end of the weird music tangent on the Ouija board episode. It's what we. It's it's the thing limp biscuit did to the music industry made it suffer no doubt no doubt anyway this next story is called the persistent ouija board and it's by thought caesar the persistent ouija board opens up with piece of advice don't do it do here's it. my story do it totally do it wow when me and my friends were young 15 or so we saw a local show featuring how ouija boards work and experiences of people who used them us being skeptical morons made our own ouija board and decided to try it out once the sun sets Fast forward to 11 p.m. or so of the same day, we gathered at my friend's house and tried asking questions. At first, we were just goofing off, joking around, spelling out dicks, boobs, poop, and other nonsensical things. Classic, really, if you think about it, for 15-year-old boys or 33-year-old boys, if you really think about it, and that's fine. After 15 minutes of joking around, one of my friends went full-on serious mode and asked, if I remember correctly, the board, what is the name of the spirit? The coin started to spell out Jack. Nobody was pulling pranks this time. The thing was really moving. Everybody was starting to be scared shitless. We kept asking questions until three in the morning, and then it started to go hostile. Spelling out words like kill, murder, death, and other similar things, everyone freaked out and stopped, then decided to burn our homemade Ouija board, and we did. It didn't stop there though. When we were trying to burn the thing, a random gust of air would appear out of nowhere to weaken the fire or snuff it out. The funny part was, we're indoors trying to burn it in a fireplace. Then somehow the wind stopped. It took forever for the cardboard to burn. No idea why, but the cardboard refused to burn until we decided to add more things to burn with it until the board finally burned to pieces. And after getting it reduced to ashes, the thing was still persistent the mysterious wind came back, blowing the ashes and bits and pieces of the board out of the fireplace. We tried to sweep it out of the house, but it kept getting blown back. We kept sweeping and sweeping until it stopped coming back. It was around 6 a.m. in the morning when everything settled, but I'm never messing with that shit ever again. Really weird that you start this at, that's seven hours from beginning to when you finally rid yourself of this board. They must have had some help staying awake i'll say uh, you always go right to that don't you that's an interesting take i uh, think i mean maybe they're i mean some teenagers drink coffee wow why are you automatically thinking i'm well, going there because you know yourself christian come on come on you weren't thinking they had some help no i wasn't well, caffeine no, no i wasn't but i was mm -hmm. not using certain words hey good on you for actually you know learning that 
what could if I have to say one thing that could be a rational explanation is that if they're doing this in the fireplace, maybe they left the flue open and it's windy outside. Who's to say, you know, could have blown a gust of wind right down there and pushed some of it out. But well, and the cardboard could have been coated in something that made it harder to burn. That's why they had to add something to it so that the heat would increase and actually. Perhaps I think cardboard regardless of what's around it probably burns pretty quickly even like the waxy like if you have like a waxy print or something like that the kind of glossy shit you get from you know big box stores or whatever i I still think that that stuff burns pretty easily yeah but it's not always easy to get the burning started Mm. you know what i mean once it starts going it goes yeah but there could be a rational explanation but it shouldn't regard it shouldn't take you from 3 a.m to what 6 a.m or whatever of trying to sweep ashes out of the house that's three hours of trying to rid yourself of the ashes and the bits and and little bits and pieces or whatever hence my comment on yeah they're staying awake Mm. obviously they were incapable of producing a strong fire and of cleaning it up and also it's probably not good to get rid of a ouija board in your house if the stories are correct and we've heard different stories on our other episodes about how to dispose of one. Mm -hmm. And I don't recall any of them saying burning it in the place you live. Yeah. That's probably the last thing you should do for literally every other story is like, I drove 30 miles out of town. I ripped it into three separate pieces and I threw them in three separate dumpsters. Or as our boy Tristan always said, you know, over moving the water. Yep. Apparently you just go to a stream and you say deuces, toss that shit down and back. See you later. Waterfalls coming back. Yeah, waterfalls a powerful protector. That's why the church uses it. That is why the church uses it, Christian. Though I believe that to be blessed. I mean, it has to. It has to be able to hold a blessing mm. if you're going to bless water, right? Sure, I guess theoretically. Mm, yes, of course. Church magic. It's popping. It really do be popping. Always in the land of the freaky deaky. That fire wasn't popping when they were burning the Ouija board in their home. That is true. Apparently, well, we don't know because we weren't there audibly to hear it popping or not. But you can only assume with the weakness of the flame that it produced. I don't know. It is an interesting story, even if you think they're, you know, strung out or whatever. Ouija board stories are always fun. I just, they are. I just don't tend to believe them. But again, we're te- a lot of teenagers, middle schoolers use them. Which is a fascinating time to use something that might connect you with the spirit realm mm-hmm. because and lead you down a horrible path. Well, I mean, the mind at that age is a fascinating thing and not always a fun thing to be around. Yeah, that is true. Most things. Yeah. It's a weird time though. Yeah. I mean, but I mean whatever. You, you can't help it though. The person going through it. Cause that's just the way your, your body is right then. But it's fascinating that that age group tends to use it a lot. And have sure. a lot of experiences, and that is, you know, like Carrie, the mo- the movie Carrie or the book Carrie is a good example of what some people believe is going on with teenagers at that age. You know, when yeah. they're at teenagers at that age, teenagers and sure preteens, their their minds going through some stuff. So it's the perfect time. Stay away from the tweens. Yeah, to pierce the veil and wow. being. How many times you say that in this episode? I don't know. I feel like I'm an AI all of a sudden. Bro, is my boyfriend a demon? Is my boyfriend a demon? Aliens are demons. Wow. We should have a, a love segment where people give us an example of their boyfriend and that should be the yeah. line. line. Yeah. Is my boyfriend a demon? Have some like Super Mario type music playing in the background. 
Why not? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and close out this episode with a story called Family Game Night. Wow, this is not the family game I would pick That's for exactly that night. That's exactly why I named it that. Because of it's just a family affair, really. It's not oh. like they're like, here's a not a family. Okay, you get it. There was a show called Family Affair back in the day. Well, that is not surprising. Yeah, if I remember right, they had a weird butler named Mr. French, and the kids were Buffy and Jody, and the dad was a single dad because something crazy happened to his wife. What if you remember wrong? Then what was the butler's name? I don't know, but recently somebody caught my little music for the masses thing that I threw in an episode that you didn't notice. I no, it's not that I even didn't notice. Is I didn't care. You're lost. Like, mm. yeah. I was glad to see somebody picked it up, though. Yeah, your plagiarism. I'm just calling out a great album. Wow, that's those are your thoughts. True. First and foremost, it's no Kenny G, but I guess no. Oh my gosh, you with your jazz, <laughs> crappy jazz again. No, Kenny G is like officially airport music. If if anything, he was airport music when he released his albums. Yet somehow he persisted. Did he persist? He just got famous and rich, and then he That's pops persisting. up every once in a while. Yeah. I wish we could persist in that in that same regard, but unfortunately, I wish people would talk shit about us like I do, Kenny G. Well, they do, Christian. You just don't get those comments. It's your boy. I live in the light. Wow, I want to get as far away from that sentence as I can. So this is family game night. It's by a deleted user. Yeah, that's what happens when you use the Ouija board. You get deleted. This is long story short. Family used it to contact my dead brother while I was at work. Ooh. Found out while I was at work and I flipped the fuck out. I'm Christian. I'm and Christian. And dealt with things. Ouija boards are bad. Bad, bad, bad. My pagan friends won't even fuck with them. They are nothing that's hilarious to be like my pagan friends. Not just not just, <laughs> that, not just my friends. Like the, even my pagan heathen friends, they don't they don't play with that. That sounds like somebody that would be like this my I'm not atheist ag- friend. I'm, I'm not against pagans. I, I have have a pagan friend. There you go. Might even have a couple of other friends as well. They're nothing but doors to a plane of existence that we should not open. I get home, start demanding, and we decide to get rid of it. After an hour or so, we get rid of it. I contact my friend who is a priest, it's his priest friend. He tells me how to dispose of it properly. I then decide to gather everyone and say the Lord's Prayer. When we get to deliver us from evil, we weren't able to finish. We were standing in a circle while we recited the prayer. It was 3 a.m. Why are you doing this at 3 a.m., my guy? That's on you, honestly. That's yep. on you. 24 hours in a day, you're like, oh, 3 a.m. seems like the perfect time to do this. Anyway, all family members were pushed. My dad to the ground, everyone else to the couch behind them. I remained standing. My feet felt like they were in concrete. My dad began to convulse while he was on the ground. I'll never forget the screams and shouting from everyone, terrified. I looked up and said, oh God, you're going to get a kick out of this. I looked up and said, Jesus, grab hold my tongue. And for five minutes, I couldn't control my body. What the hell? I know. I was saying things I didn't understand. It was English, but I don't at all remember what I was saying. My dad was getting dragged towards the front door. My stepmom said my eyes looked like fire and I was beyond enraged. I was yelling at this demon, I guess. Finally, I let go of my dad and I came back. I'll never know if it was some internal instinct that happened to me or if Christ truly did utilize my body as a means to an end. I don't know. All I know is according to everyone, I was not myself. I wasn't evil. I was in a verbal war with this thing. 
We ended up staying at a hotel. I contacted the priest. I was terrified. I asked if I should get someone to exercise the house. He said, yes, you can. Being a Christian, it is your duty. You don't need a priest. I cried myself to sleep that night, clutching my prayer rope, knowing I had to face this thing again. The next day we went back. I said the prayers I had to, with everyone repeating after me. This thing fucking hated me. I was the only religious person there at the time. We went to a dumpster far away and I destroyed that board, tore it to shreds. I left home for a couple days to visit friends. I got baptized, which I had never had done, but I knew now was the time. My friends said I had a different look. I was glowing and my face on fire. I went back and through the guidance of a priest, poured water, blessed it, and went to the four corners of the house, blessed them, went to all rooms and closets, blessed them, Items that were missing began to reappear after I blessed the area. To this day, it haunts us, though quietly. Random things sometimes happen, which I've learned to not care about anymore. It's no longer malevolent. It seems to just hope to scare me. It took a lot for me to write this all down. I don't tell many people this, but I decided I should, considering that you're thinking of using a Ouija board yourself. My third eye was torn open with no want of my own. No one should deal with what I and my family has dealt with. I'm not in any way using this as a means to preach. If I was Islamic, I would have used the Islamic way to rid it. Same if I was pagan. So he's, he goes on to pretty much say that like whatever you give your energy to is what like. So if you're Islamic and you do the Islamic way, it's probably going to work. And if you're like Catholic and you do the Catholic way, it's probably going to work. And if you're whatever religion you are, whatever you're feeding your energy into giving it power, it's going to work. And so he's one of those across the board, whatever religion is religion, blah, blah, blah. We all serve the same earth mother or whatever. But earth mother. Sure. How, how dare you? You're a Christian. There's no Earth Mother. Well, I'm aware of that, yes. But I, I do enjoy saying the words Earth Mother and, and our Earth Goddess Gaia because uh, it's probably the cringiest thing I've ever heard in my life. And you've mentioned it a few times. So obviously got to get in any, any jab I can. You, know? you can't create the Earth or any species on it without a mother and father. Wow. Weird take. That's just the way it works, man. Science. But also story. It's pretty wild. It's a wild one. I'm not on board with the story because it sounds like BS. Because the guy said, Jesus, grab hold my tongue. No, that's just weird. I pictured that very cinematically, like him, like reaching up to the roof and being like, I felt like I was watching, um, an exorcism and mm. it's the, a the, weird way to phrase that. You know what I mean? Like but maybe not. It's, there was something else in there that made me feel like it's one of the the religions that are that have a different view or a different way of Christian religions, parts of the Christian religions that that have a have a strange to me view of how to do things. Like I'm trying not to sound like I'm being disrespectful, but like well, it's very hard for you to do on the show. I'm I, I felt like this person was like all of a sudden I started speaking. Oh, like tongues and stuff. Like yeah. That. Yeah, um, I did find, I found this interesting, and it, and it might be part of the reason that I, I included it in here is when, and this brings me back to probably when I was a teenager or something like that, but we had we had a Samoan guy that came to our church when we were growing up, and he was, he was probably like 16 or 17, but he looked 48, you know, those ones. And there was like, you know, he was new to religion or whatever, and we would sometimes have like these 24-hour like prayer things where you pretty much just leave the church open for a day and people can come anytime or whatever and just like, you know, do their thing. And he had an experience in which he was wrestling. These are his words that he was wrestling, like physically wrestling with an angel. 
which has happened in the Bible. So I'm not saying it's impossible, but it is. It was a very fascinating hearing him recount that, and you're just like, damn, that's pretty, uh, pretty wild over there, man. But that kind of reminded me of this story a little bit, where this guy's saying, and like I said, this is a story that was typed out on the internet. Could he have punched it up a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, he he you know. he did sound kind of heroic in in his telling, oh, for sure. Yeah, he sounded like he was, you know. And in all of our own stories, we are typically the hero, but sometimes Most people sometimes we write it down and it sounds even more so like yeah. that. Wait, am I God? No, yeah. isn't that weird? Turns out it was me the whole time, me and my fire eyes. Oh yeah, and I spoke in tongues. Have you ever yeah. been in a church where they spoke in tongues? Yeah, many. I have. It was pretty freaky to. The it first is time. An, yeah, it is an interesting experience to, for sure. To see these uh, pillars of the community speaking gibberish. I mean, hey, whatever works for them. You know what? Well, I'm not here to judge. I don't know the intricacies of the spiritual realm. I don't know what, what the big man up there is doing. Do you ever see the, it's like a video that comes out all the time of this one. It's that kind of a church like that. Mm. And these guys are dancing around all weird. And then they put it to like just like metal or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I, I know what you're talking about. It gets me every like, time. A bunch of honkies, this it's, is not a great look. It is, yeah. a, I think it is a great look. It's, it's hilarious, a, but yeah. yeah, at the same time, you know, like if any one of these guys came across this video, they'd be like, oh no. I mean, also, that's the way most of us dance, whether we like it or not. Yeah, and honestly, what is there a more beautiful thing than someone that is just 100% okay with their horrible dancing? And it's just out there having fun. You know, I wish I could let loose like that, man. Honestly, I wish I could not feel like the the prying judgmental eyes of anyone that is in the room with me. Like I genuinely wish I could just be that kind of person where I'm like, I don't care if it's embarrassing or I suck. I'm well, having fun. Well, when the spirit of the Lord gets into you, you don't care. You just that haven't been, been in a position true. where you could dance with the spirit of the Lord. Well, you can dance if you want to, but you have to you leave your friends behind. Fuck yeah. that song. I hate that. It's, it's my poppin'. boyfriend a demon. It's popping. That song is popping and you know it. No, that is one of the worst songs who sings ever. That? that is Wang Chung. Really? That is not who I would have thought. Okay. That's fine. Regardless, that's the last story. So goodbye. Wang Chung sucks. Well. Yeah, do you have a do you have a story in there that you actually in, enjoyed? That that you weren't immediately turned off by like, oh, this must be fake. The last one was the only one I did not enjoy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was just. It's too, it's a little theatrical. For yeah, a little sure. over the top. Yeah. And, but that's not to say these things don't have, like there's, look, there's some really not super detailed stories that I've come across from like, especially like police officers and stuff. And like, even that kind of cold open story where the the guy's like, yeah, it turns out some teens were playing with a Ouija board. My, my dad comes back and is like, don't ever mess with one of those things just because of what he saw like so i do believe that there's a lot of crazy shit that can happen the downside to that is when someone tells you all the crazy shit that happened you're like why well, i find it hard to believe actually so i like do. it's kind of weird i believe the stories where there's less detail but the people seem genuinely freaked out you know yeah that makes sense to me i i that was just too much and it did sound like he was um preaching a little bit a little preachy yeah. yeah and um which is weird because he, he at the end like he wasn't super religious at all he was pretty much like yeah if they yeah if i did it the christian way i'm sure it would have worked if you're islamic or pagan or whatever like so it's not like he was subscribed to any one religion uh he sounded like he did subscribe to any one religion he was just maybe giving some respect or saying no matter what religion you are you got to banish these demons yeah 
Yeah, I think he was more referring to the time period it happened. He was more religious or... But I honestly don't know because at the end of the day, who fucking cares? And either way, so. any of these stories, while I may not believe them, mm. they did happen to somebody. They did happen to somebody. You know, it does... Maybe I have a different belief on what they're experiencing, but... I think they, you definitely do, yes. Yeah, I, I do. I know mm. in most cases I do, but yeah. in this case, or with the Ouija boards, I mean, they're still experiencing this, these things. That is true. And with that, we bid you all adieu. Now, give us your thoughts, wherever you're at. If you're listening on YouTube, comment below. What do you think? Any of these stories reach out to you? you have anything similar that you've heard? Tell we honestly have no idea what we're talking about, so we like to hear from the community on these matters. Tell us your Ouija board stories. I yes. know just most of them. Most people have them, even if it was just like one time. Like, yeah, I, I might have used one twice, but it was yeah. a l- long time ago. And it latched onto you for this entire time, turns out. It explains obviously, so much. Obviously, it only affects the people around me. I apologize. As you should. Anyway, if you're on social media, find us at Pod on Instagram, Facebook. You know, the like. The big shebang. The whole shindig the how do you do you're using some weird words i am but you know what it's popping it is popping I feel like all of a sudden you started speaking in a different type of tongues i just using those one, words so i'm using it to the best of my ability don't let jesus grab it that's for sure yeah jesus let go of my tongue no just kidding some people jesus needs to grab their tongue yeah I'm, and, and maybe I'm, rip it out I'm pretty over the Jesus and tongue grabbing bit. I'm trying to close out the episode because as popping as it's been, I'm over it. So I didn't like that phrase. Okay. Sorry. It stuck with me. I'm sorry too. So anyway, now that this has been derailed on what was otherwise a somewhat clean execution of a, of a goodbye, we'll see you next week right back here on the Freaky Deaky. Fare thee well. Bro. I get on board with that. The fucking demons. I hate when I touch two at the same time. <laughs> mm, yes, of course. Church magic. I watched you. Your finger only touched one of those. <laughs> <laughs>